The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Travel on The Pat Kenny Show. Thanks to Ryanair. Flying you to over 200 destinations is our business. What you do there is yours. Now, I'm delighted to welcome Paulo Canila, uh, the Irish Independent Traveller Editor and without doubt, the hardest working travel <laughs> editor anywhere. Uh, it, I, do you have an Instagram account? I'd say every photograph you put up, there's not a... a, a, a if, if a cat urinates, you know about it when it comes to... Tra- <laughs> now, today go. we're going to talk about things to do. So you're staying in Ireland and you're going to a particular area and you've got self-catering or staying in a hotel or whatever it might be, things to do. Let's start with uh, the eastern side of the country, the Green Garden of Wicklow and Kilkenny. Yeah, so I wanted to look at stuff that's new and exciting and you mightn't have heard before. And if you're like us, this is kind of the time of the summer where the kids start saying, I'm bored or what will I do today? So a couple of ideas for you. Did you know that Be- uh, Avondale got a huge revamp last year? It's That's now the Parnell called- place. Yes. It? So just a couple of weeks ago, it opened Parnell's old home to tours. But the main draw for kids and that is it has Ireland's highest slide. You go up this giant pint shaped wooden structure in the woods. You get into the tunnel at the top and you whoosh around in a spiral 90 metres all the way to the bottom. They've also added a tree canopy walk that's fully accessible so everybody can access that. It takes you up and you walk along this wooden platform up in the tree canopies. So it's brilliant crack. It sounds whole dangerous and you've another (laughs) zipline experience in Castle Comer. Not at all dangerous. The, The Castle Comer one is added this summer and if you know Castle Comer Discovery Park. It's a brilliant not-for-profit um, uh, outdoors attraction in Castle Comer. There are walks, there's a craft yard, there's archery you can do, there's zip lines, there's 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 kayaking. So new this year, they have a high ropes course that has zip lines and one of the things on it you harness in and you can do an 11 metre free fall at the end. So that's literally where you stand off a platform. You have a, a rope uh, attached to you and you fall down. Now it lets you land gently. There's kind of a spring attached to it. And, uh, How so much that, is that going to cost? That's me? so. That's a, they're pitching that as a half day activity, but you get around it in about two hours, and it's twenty five euro per person. All right. Now, what is a velo rail? A velo rail in this case is a new tourist attraction in Kilchumoc, County Mayo. And basically, what's happened here is you've, you've heard that's about where Louis Walsh comes from, is it? Yeah, I, didn't I know once that. did Celebrity Banished Tour, <laughs> and that used to be Ryan Tuberty's old partner. Uh, I know her very well. She's in UCD. Basically, she beat me from the Kilchimok team we're leading by two points and they got a goal in extra time it nearly killed me so what is a velo well, now rail? you can challenge a return match here on the <laughs> velo rail There's, they basically have rebooted an old railway line that was disused so similar to the Great Western Greenway which was an out of use railway line between Westport and Ackle here is a seven kilometre stretch where they've put these carts on with the railway style wheels and you sit in under a cover they can seat up to five people and you pedal Oh, and you go out from you have the to, old you have, you, 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 you'll only go as fast as your pedal you have to do a bit of work so I would load it up with people who are prepared to to carry you along if that's your attitude okay. <laughs> now the Guinness storehouse is the most single popular tourist resort and most visited in the country yeah. what are they doing new it's 26 euro to get in by the way uh, mm. so it's not cheap but they are one thing I do like about what they're doing is they're constantly sort of running the creative rule over it That's it's always been sort of a brand thing for Guinness with its advertising as you know so the storehouse this summer if you go along you will see an indoor beach and park installations and then why would you want an 
indoor beach the whole point is to have the sea and the yeah. natural sunshine occasionally you need to roof the attraction you want a few pints occasionally <laughs> Okay. Well, you do get a free pint, I think, at the end of it. Oh, do you? Oh, do you? At the end well, of the tour. Yeah, the least you can you could sub get, it yeah. at the rooftop bar. Uh, and they've, they're actually Spectacular holding, view of the city. It's amazing. They're holding gigs up there as well. There's one other one in, in Dundrome Airfield, the urban farm. Are you uh, familiar with that? I know you were talking about farming earlier, but it is just a brilliant educational uh, day out for kids. What is it, digging in the soil or something? No, you. it's an immersive exhibition. So you will literally enter a tunnel with the displays and learning about the composition of soil and why it's good for us and you enter below ground into this dome where you're now looking up into the layers of soil you can see literally the, the, the different strata what it's made of the worms the bugs that live there you learn all about it most of us don't okay. Now for guys like you that are a bit literary <laughs> what's this decanting Trinity's old library? Well it, I hadn't been into the old library for ages I went in a couple of weeks ago and I saw people in there with purple gloves on and miniature vacuums and, and carts delicately removing the old tomes from the shelves one by one with these tiny little whispery vacuums and putting them away in catalogue storage because this autumn it's going to close for three years for an enormous renovation. As, as we saw with Notre Dame in Paris, these old buildings really need to be kept up to spec. So if you go now, you'll not only get to see the Book of Kells, but you get to see this process happening. And they've got some screens erected within the alcoves that show you how the books are being cared for and all that. So it's kind of a unique. Mm. You go in there and it's like being in Hogwarts or the... It was used famously, I think, as an inspiration for the Jedi Archive in Star Wars and all that. So that's there. And then in autumn, that's going to move into a big temporary accommodation. That'll cost you 1850 for the Book of Kells and the library. What's a blue way? A blue way is like a green way, except it's near or on water. So it could be a canal, could be a lake, could be a river. I'll give you a couple of examples. One of them, you might have heard of the floating boardwalk near Drumshambo in County Leitrim. Uh, there's also a canal c- that connects the river with Acres Lake. And the idea is that when the, when blue eyes are designated, there is, uh, our facilities are built along the walkways, cycleways, and local companies can add in with kayaking trips or with stand-up paddling and so on. And I took a stand-up paddling trip on uh, close to Acres Lake with Leitrim Surf uh, a couple of years ago and it was absolutely remote. The, the trees coming in over our heads and the guy that was leading me along said, this is the Drum Shamazon. <laughs> now, dinosaurs in Kilkenny. What's this, Bobby Kerr or Brian Cody? What are the dinosaurs in Kilkenny? <laughs> <laughs> these are, in actual fact, um, life-size animatronic dinosaurs so rather what is than animatronic it means it moves and okay. it makes noise and right. it is a, um, it's a replica dinosaur yeah, is it? yeah, okay. yeah if you have in your family or extended family kids three, four, five, six, seven and you watch them go around in their dinosaur jammies and hats and all that and you know why this is popular basically the Flynn, the Flynn family that own Hotel New Park down there had this idea, this madcap idea a year ago to build what they're calling Jurassic New Park. And there is a life-size T-Rex, a Brachiosaurus, Velociraptors and so on. Oh, and I'd be heading for the pub them. straight away. Would you All know? right. Now, what now by the seaside? <laughs> what yeah. do you, new saunas by the seaside well, in what, Donegal. What do you think about this one? It's is not just like a Donegal. hot tub experience. It's like... No, a picture. Oh, how do I sell this to you? Because I know the pub is very competitive. You put a picture, a container. You had me at pub, yeah. Put, on, picture yeah. a container with a floor ceiling glass end at the end and a sauna inside. 
and it's 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 like a pop-up sauna let's say it's a temporary structure and it's positioned within a run or a, a short walk of the sea and it's not just the sea I was at well, I was but how at, do you stop the hot air escaping well you like in any sauna when you open the door a bit of it gets out okay. and you have to close it nice and quick and you have to get down and, and do your ablutions okay. in the sea right. but it's not just this. I, I was at I passed one by in Greystones County Wicklow recently at the rise at the cove there's another one at Banagher Marina by the Shannon which is there on the weekend so it's ac- it is a growing thing and when I first heard okay. of it I thought oh hipster craziness we're, we're getting tight on time but it is you have a, a few a other crack. seaside treats there's a few other bits. Watch out for the na- new National Surf Centre. That's a big deal in Strand Hill. So if you know Strand Hill, great uh, surfing mecca. But that's uh, a, the first state-of-the-art surfing facility in Ireland. So they do lessons and you can get all what the kit there. What is a fast bike, Paul? OK, I'm trying. Well, this one gets you They're out. They're just I big wonder. wheels. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. I saw someone. Someone nearly knocked me over well, on a fat bike the some of them can be the electric day. as well. They're kind of electric, yeah. Yeah, so if you get one that's electric, it means... Like it's about a, like a four-inch wheel on it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're yeah. really huge. They're yeah. like kind of hum, Hummer's yeah. bikes or something. But anyway. Should we ban why, them? I don't know. Why Tell have them? them? You Because you can go over loose gravel and snow and you can go up paths and mountains and things that you wouldn't be able to on a normal bike. And particularly if you have the e-motor. So there's a couple you can do. There's Belmont Bike Farm. I don't know if you know it in Wicklow. It's brilliant. It, and this is to your point about should they be banned or not. No, because these are off-road and they're on dedicated tracks. And there's another lad, Martin Branley, uh, Fat Bike Galway who's doing tours of Connemara on electric fat bikes. We're well. completely now you've heard it all. Oh I have. Paul O'Connella, <laughs> as I told you, Irish independent travel editor. Uh, your appetite has been whetted. Uh, all sorts of lovely things. Thank you, as always. Sarah Madden, News Talks reporter, is now going to give us a report in relation to diabetes. Why? Well, diabetes cases are growing aggressively in every country, particularly uh, over the next 30 years. A recent research that says one in 10 of us will have the disease by 2050. So, is Ireland prepared for this influx of diabetes and what will we have to pay for our health? Here's Sarah's report. According to The Lancet, there will be more than a billion diabetics worldwide by 2050. When you hear the word diabetes, it normally is referring to type 2 because type 2 is 90% of cases. For some, the diagnosis will be shocking. A life sentence. But for others, it may mean big business. Well, I actually call this a scam. I actually think this is a corruption. So what is this disease? Why is it on the rise? And can the HSE handle the diabetic tidal wave approaching? So when you actually pinch between your fingers the rolls, you know, those Michelin rolls that we talk about around your tummy, that's actually subcutaneous fat. Dr. Eva Orsmond is the medical director of Orsmond Clinics and author of Reverse Your Diabetes. So the rolls around your tummy are actually reflecting what's deep inside that you can't see and you can't touch. And that visceral fat is where the diabetes lives because that deep fat produces inflammatory compounds. That's where the insulin resistance lives. To try to counteract this insulin resistance, the body will produce more of it with wide and complex consequences. Type 2 diabetes affects every single part of the body because obviously the high sugar readings are basically damaging slowly, silently, without you knowing your neurological system, your cardiovascular, because many people find themselves that they're diabetic when they wake up in ICU after heart attack, eyesight, chronic aches and pains, you know, ulcers and amputations. 
645 people with diabetes underwent a lower limb amputation in 2021, accounting for almost 70% of all such procedures carried out in Ireland that year. We used to call this middle age disease. So it was typically those middle, mid 50s, 60s year old who used to get this disease. Now it's younger and younger and younger. And that's for the fact that we are putting more and more weight in the middle. The problem is silent. It takes often, we say, seven years from the start to the diagnosis. So those seven years when you don't know you have the disease, you're already silently creating the damage. Derek O'Keefe is the HSE National Clinical Lead for Diabetes. We estimate there's about 500 million people with diabetes by 2050. It might be upwards at 1.3 billion, which is, you know, a mind-boggling number when, again, you think of the population of the planet is going to be about 7 or 8 billion. So it'll be about 1 in 10 people, which is just a phenomenally prevalent disease in our society. Of the HSE's 16 billion 2019 budget, 1.6 billion went towards diabetes. 10% of a 16 billion budget is a significant amount of the budget and it's not just for the prevention of it or the care of it it's for all the complications if that number jumps from six percent which is the current prevalence to the projected you know 15 20 percent which is what the lancet paper suggests that means the budget needed to treat it would essentially triple uh, in the next 30 years Diabetes is outpacing most diseases globally, presenting a significant threat to people and our health systems. Though Derek says the HSE is not without a plan. There's some really great people working in the HSE. We can all see the the horizon of what's coming with diabetes, both here in Ireland and obviously globally. We have actual diabetes prevention programmes to intervene when people, for example, have pre-diabetes and try and prevent its onset. We obviously have uh, structured patient education so that if you do have diabetes, you've developed it, we can teach you about that really important healthy lifestyle part. There's better and better medications coming out to keep people's blood sugar in the right target. And, and we're developing tools such as registries now so that we can you know, see and track the disease as it evolves. There's a new enhanced community care scheme being rolled out in Ireland, whereby for every 150,000 people, there will be a ECC hub uh, specialising in the three main chronic diseases in Ireland, which is diabetes, heart failure and COPD. And so for diabetes care in your local community, you will have a endocrinology consultant, you know, specialising in type 2 diabetes, clinical nurse specialists in diabetes, podiatrists in diabetes, and you'll have dietitians in diabetes, all working together as part of an MDM team in the community. And uh, now that has actually started in diabetes since January of this year, and we hope over the next two years to get up to 25 hubs up and running around the country. And that's a remarkable investment and, you know, forward strategical thinking by the government to try and ameliorate this tsunami that's coming over the next 30 years. I've seen some people, unfortunately, with the disease who haven't kept it under control, who've had leg amputations. Um, yeah, I think I was pretty worried about the kidney disease and, um, you know, nervous system other frightening thoughts, yes. Mother of two, Yvonne, was first diagnosed with diabetes at the age of 31. I suppose seven years ago I was diagnosed, almost eight years ago now, with diabetes. The information that I received off my doctor was to go straight on medication. It was not to challenge myself to lose weight, to eat better, be put forward towards a dietitian. It was, the answer was always medication. Dr Eva again. 
The drug treatment is obviously in a way getting more effective, so people's sugar readings are coming down, but there's a huge amount of side effects that comes with those drugs. So of course they have to be treated. And you know yourself when you're actually treating a symptom and not the cause, you know that you're not at the right track because as doctors we were taught at the at the universe that we should actually treat the, the cause, not the symptom. And at the moment we are treating the symptom. Derek thinks Dr. Eva's assessment is unfair. So what I would say is every doctor, when they speak with their patient, they talk about the fundamental basis of the the pyramid or the foundation, healthy lifestyle. So you need to eat well and you need to exercise to keep your body healthy throughout your life. But unfortunately, that people's choices or uh, in some cases their socioeconomic status, they're, they're not able to make good choices. And therefore, you do need to use medication to help them, you know, keep their blood sugars in the correct range. For Yvonne, though, lifelong medication seemed more like a life sentence than a lifeline. So she decided to visit Dr. Ava's diabetes clinic earlier this year. I think I first went in January because I was feeling exceptionally tired. I also had stopped having a menstrual cycle. Yeah, it was hard, but I needed to do it. And I was in the right mind frame to do it, as opposed to going on more medication. That was huge for me was not to be put on more medication. I put Yvonne on a low-carbohydrate diet, very monitored, based on a lot of vegetables. She needs to do a lot of home cooking, and we give her certain supplements which are lower in carbohydrates, but still that she gets all the vitamins and minerals. She basically now, within three months, I haven't actually had a chance to tell her the good news yet, but I'm actually, if she allows me, I'm actually going to reveal the news to her that she's actually reversed her diabetes. Her HbA once she was 39 at your last blizzard considering that I think it was over 90 your age. So congratulations. Yeah, no, it's fantastic news that she's only after sharing with me now. So yes, I'll go home and shed some tears later. (laughs) If the tide of diabetes can be stemmed by anything, Dr. Ava says it will be education. We should empower diabetic patients to know about the disease, how to deal with it, and actually understand the side effects. Because type 2 diabetes takes 15 years of life expectancy. And nowadays your life expectancy is improving thanks to the drugs, but the quality of type 2 diabetic lives is not that great with the pains and aches and the consequences that the diabetes bring. So I think the first approach is that we need to actually start with the lifestyle change and that, as stated by International Diabetes Federation, we should give people three to six months choice when they're newly diagnosed, you know, in a control, in a supportive environment to actually help them to do the lifestyle change, not just hand them a pill, pill for every ill approach, which is making millions for pharmaceuticals and just putting more and more money in consultation fees for private hospital. Sorry, this is a hard word, but this is the reality. This disease is totally controllable for 98% of the cases. And let's after that put that money, what is saved in where it's actually needed. Yeah, time to pay attention. One in ten of us to get diabetes. It is preventable. Uh, And therefore, uh, a great report there from Sarah Madden. Thank you. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.